Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So, I have to make this one quick, and I say this every morning. <laughs> it is 2:22 a.m. here in Los Angeles, California, and I am here to convey a message and thank you to the ancestors. Oshie, oshie, oshie to the ancestors. Ancestors, may the messages be relayed. May those chosen people be led and drawn to this. And may I inspire, even if it's just one person, may somebody be inspired by these words. Ashe, ashe, ashe. All right. So today I'm going to be talking about my first spiritual awakening. And I said my first because there's actually multiple awakenings that happen during your journey, right? Uh, but this one is my very first, the one that was like, you know, <laughs> that opened my eyes, eyes, eyes. And once your eyes are open, they can never be closed. So I was about, I want to say I was 12 years old. And I remember growing up in a very... Christian, Christian, Christian uh, home, right? The house that I grew up in was like super Christian. Um, but it didn't resonate with me as far as it was just something that I adopted. You know, how you just follow after, you know, what your parents or what your guardians believe in. And, you know, you're just a child living in your parents' house. So you're basically just doing whatever you're told. You're told that this is God and, you know, this is Christ. And every Sunday we go to church and these events happened in history. And this is why we believe what we believe. You just go along with the flow, right? Until you, you know, get to a level where you either leave, you know, the home. Or some of the awakenings for people, you know, as far as transitioning outside of religion actually happens in the home it actually happens for the chosen while we are still young but we don't you know understand it until we get up age age oh okay this was what was going on so anywho i grew up you know christian and you know i remember like i said not really resonating with christianity not really resonating when i say resonating i don't mean i didn't believe in it i just mean i wasn't walking in my own religion my own path like you know it wasn't something i was doing for me once again so you know we just went throughout the steps of like praying and things like that and just being a good you know christian etc but one thing I can say about me, right, I always was a chosen one. So I always had some type of, like, love for goodness and righteousness, right? I always had a love for, you know, God. I always had a love for the Most High. I always had, I was always drawn and pulled, even though, I was not really aware, right? I remember being 12 years old, and I remember going to a lake. It was our favorite lake, <laughs> and um, my stepsister and my sister, 
I don't think my brother, I don't think my brother was there. Maybe it was at like football practice or something. But I remember we went to the lake with our friends and we always went to this lake and Lake Lariat. <laughs> it was like the lake to go. And, you know, I remember we had like our friends there and everybody was having fun. And we went, you know, there to go swimming and everything like that. And I remember always being afraid of water, always being, not water, but always being, like, afraid to swim because I couldn't swim. So I was afraid of, like, just large bodies of water, right? And all of our friends knew how to swim. And so I remember there was, like, a dock. And we were standing on top of that dock. And, you know, on the dock, you could jump into the lake, right? So I remember all my friends jumping into the lake and just, you know, having, like, so much fun. And I remember being very trepid because I wanted to jump in just like my friends. But at the same time, I know I couldn't swim. Um, I remember one of my friends actually pushing me inside of the lake. Um, and when she pushed me in the lake, I remember being immersed, like, I can remember it just like it was yesterday, and this was literally over, like, I'm 31 now, this was when I was 12, so, yeah, you do the math, this was a minute ago, (laughs) um, but I remember being, like, immersed, you know, under the water, And I remember the moment I realized that the waters were over my head. And I remember just, like, the waters taking over me, you know, and pushing me, like, you know, to and fro. And, you know, we were, uh, like I said, standing, you know, standing, sitting, and uh, congregating on that dock, right? So I remember the watchers tried it to like push me under the dock, like under the deep, deep waters. And I remember the terror. Like <laughs> as a young girl, I was filled with so much just terror because I knew like my life, you know, like anybody who's ever been in a near death experience, you can, you know, identify with those emotions where like me, it wasn't even like my life flashed before my eyes. It was just that terror of knowing, you know, death was like, you know, impending doom. Like, <laughs> and I remember, like, just as I was, like, about to be really pushed, you know, by a heavy wave of water under that dock. I knew once I got under that dock, it was over because nobody was going to be able to locate me under that dock, you know? I remember my stepsister jumped in the pool, uh, jumped in the water. She couldn't save me (laughs) because she couldn't swim either. But I remember she jumped in because I remember my head was like, you know, I was coming up for air, going back down, coming up for air. And one of the few times that I came up for air, I remember my stepsister jumped in there to save me. Um, and she couldn't swim, so she started drowning, okay? 
So this is where the story gets spiritual, spiritual, okay? This is the part. These are the parts that I don't go around just talking about to just anybody just because I understand that a lot of people aren't um, going to be understanding. Okay, there's a, <laughs> there's a flying object. <laughs> there's just a plane, you know. This is LA, so for anybody who's been listening to my podcast, you understand already why I say flying objects because you're going to hear them. They, you know, this LA, so this is like a major airport, and so there's always, you know, flights. There are always flights. But anyways, these are the parts that I stray away from when it comes to, like, telling people because this is where it gets very, you know, spiritual, spiritual. So you have to already be on this journey or you have to be a very, like, spiritual person or you have to, you know, be tapped into that to be able to, like, you know, understand what is coming next, you know, what I'm about to say next. So I remember everything as far as in the 3D realm, I disconnected it. I disconnected with the 3D realm and it automatically moved to like the spiritual, right? I remember there was this being, okay? That's all I can say is this being that was like a very tall, being tall doesn't even justify right it wasn't like Shaq or Michael Jack's Michael Jordan like <laughs> you know they're just like tall human beings right but they're still like within societal standard of like you know what your stature is supposed to be they're just like a little bit taller than everybody else but this being was like a massive being just like I remember this being and it was in all white like what you know back then my mind perceived as an angel right so there was this like very tall white being and my eyes were closed shut physically so I could not perceive anything that was going on around me right but once again the 3d world had already left me and I was now in you know the spirit realm I couldn't see this being with my physical eyes but I could feel the being and with my spiritual eyes I could see this bright light all it it was was just a bright light like this just light you understand and this being was so massive and I remember this being carried me and took me over his shoulders and I, I am saying his because back then as a child I perceived that this was a masculine energy um took me over its shoulders um so let me try and describe it so if you let's let's say you have a a stick like a really long stick like a rail right or like a mop like you know like a boomstick right you know how you put it on your shoulder right where both ends of the boom are sticking out so you put it over your shoulder And so you're able to, like, put your arms over that boomstick. I don't know if that makes sense to anybody, right? So that the ends of the booms are at the ends of your shoulder. Does that make sense? And then you can, like, put your arm over it or you can put some, like, clothes or something to hang on both ends of your shoulders. That is the position that I was in 
that's the way that this energy or the ancestor or this being or back then this angel um you know like carried me and i remember being carried like being transported out of that water by this being and i remember just like the love it was a pure love from this being and I was so safe, and I was so, so protected with this being, you understand, like, I, the emotions, I, I'm trying to, like, convey them, but I know that I'm not able to, because it, it was a spiritual experience, but all I can say is that this being was full of, like, love, right, it was just love, like, purity, no sin, no, it, this being wasn't defiled in any way, and, I, like, I remember just like being numb, just being numb, you know, and my eyes were shut closed. I couldn't see anything, you know, but this was all in the spirit realm. I remember being so high on on the shoulders of this being that I could literally perceive that I was in the galaxies, I was in the stars, I was amongst the moon, even though this was during the day, right? I could perceive myself like up there with the clouds. That's how tall and massive this being was. So when I say this was a massive being, I'm talking as I was on this being's shoulder, right? My surrounding area was up in the heavens. It was up in the sky. You understand amongst the clouds, amongst the stars, amongst the sun, amongst the moon, right? Well, you know, the sun... (laughs) The sun and the moon don't come out at the same time, allegedly. But um, you all understand. You get the picture, right? And I remember feeling this being walking, taking me out of the water. And I remember feeling it walking on the sand, you know, as we, like, walked across, like, you know, the uh, lake. And before anything else I just remember my eyes opening and when my eyes opened I was on shore you know I was on shore in the sand with all my friends and my stepsister now remember I told you that my stepsister jumped in the water to attempt to save me even though she couldn't swim right so after that that's when I blacked out you know that's when I went and was transported into the spirit room So I remember when I came back to it, right, I was at the shore with all my friends. And I'm, of course, like, (laughs) flabbergasted and anxious, like, at a loss for words. I just had this massive being. I just had this spiritual, you understand, this outer body experience. And I started, like, panicking, you know? And I started questioning my friends. I started questioning my stepsister. Like, what happened? Like, what happened? (laughs) I remember myself drowning. I remember my stepsister, you know, jumping into the lake to save me. And I remember feeling her own terror. And that was it. That was all I remember as far as the events of the 3D. And then everything else happened in the spirit room. And I questioned everybody there. I want to say there was about 
four of us, maybe five, right? I remember it was two female friends. It was my stepsister and myself, and I believe it was one other person, but I could be wrong. And I remember going over and over and over again and asking all of them what happened. And they all would tell the story. You were drowning. I was like, yes. My stepsister jumped in to save, you know, my sister, my stepsister, she was like, and I jumped in to save you. I was like, yes. I said, and then what? And none of them could remember. Nobody knew what happened after that. And like, I just get chills still, even like recanting that story. <laughs> um, because it's like the spirit had wiped out their memory. You understand what I'm saying? Like, this is some, like, like sci-fi shit. <laughs> this, what happened to me is, like, the type of thing that happens in, like, a sci-fi movie. Or, you understand, like, one of those types of, like, spiritual, like, you know, types of, like, um, Ella Enchanted. And what's that other? Harry Potter. Like, that type of shit where, oh, E.T. E.T. That's it right there. <laughs> Some extraterrestrial being visits you, you know, and your friends or your family, right? And only you remember it. Y'all know those movies I'm talking about, right? And this, the beings, like this alien experience, right? These ET, these galactic beings, they will wipe out the memories of everybody but you. You're the only one that knows what happened. Sometimes your memories are wiped out, but oftentimes the only the memories of like your loved ones or your families and other people are wiped out and the spirit, the chosen person, the chosen one, you understand? Or the, or the one in the movie, like the main character will be the only one that still has access to, you know, that information or what happened. And of course, the main character in the show or the movie that we're talking about, everybody has seen a movie or a show like that, right? Feels like they're going crazy. <laughs> Everybody starts to think that person is nuts, that's, you know, crazy, or, you know, you need to be, you know, some type of psych ward or whatever, you know? But that's exactly what happened to me. So, like I said, I'm going around and I'm questioning everybody. I want to know every freaking detail. And I'm, nobody remembers anything. The, the most that any and all their memory got to was when my stepsister jumped in the pool to save me. And then, oh, I'm sorry. The last thing that they remembered was one of our friends jumping in to save my sister, my stepsister. And that's it. Nobody remembered anything else. Nobody knew what happened. And so to prove my point to everybody that something had happened to me, right, that was beyond their understanding. Because after questioning them and questioning them, I realized that they weren't joking. I realized that they weren't. It wasn't a game. I realized that it wasn't a fast one. I realized it wasn't a conspiracy against me. I realized that none of them could remember because all of their stories stayed the same. So then I told them, (laughs) I told them what happened. You understand? And I briefly said it and I'm like, how did I get here? And I just kept looking at everybody. I'm like, how did I get here? And why were you all here on shore? laughing and talking and calm while I was in the water drowning and I kept asking them these questions because I'm trying to 
get their mind, their 3D mind to understand what was going on with me, right? Because in their mind, they didn't know anything. They couldn't remember anything. And it was just me rambling and going on and on and on, right? So I tried to reason with them. I tried to give them clues. I tried to give them hints. You understand? So I started to, instead of questioning them or in trying to impose what happened with me, I started just giving context clues and nobody still could put the clues together, right? Because spirit had wiped out their entire memory of the whole situation and I'm the only one that had knowledge of it. The experience was meant for me, right? And only me. So as I'm questioning them, I'm questioning them like, okay, <laughs> I was drowning. They were like, yes. My stepsister jumped in to save me. They were like, yes. She was drowning. Yes. And uh, a friend jumped in to save her. Yes. And then you all came to the shore. Yes. And then I said, okay, what about me? And then they all would just stop and look at me like, what about you? And I'm like, I thought I was drowning. They were like, you were. <laughs> Why? Who saved me? How did I get here? We don't know. <laughs> then they started admitting they didn't know. And I'm like, so you all were here on shore? Yes. Calm, cool, and collected and having a conversation. Because I like walked it on them. Spirit like dropped me, this being, right? just dropped me on shore and just disappeared <laughs> without a trace. And when I, you know, was dropped on shore, not dropped, like dropped out, you know, when the spirit put me on shore and rescued me, nobody was surprised. Nobody was like, oh, how did you get here? Oh my God. Like it was just, oh, hey, <laughs> they were all calm about everything. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> They had me thinking I was crazy. You understand? Um, so then we went home. We walked home. The lake wasn't that far. It was like a 20-minute walk. So we always would like walk there and back. And I told my stepmother. My stepmother was very, very, very religious. And so spiritual events and things was not strange to her like we grew up in that she grew up in that you understand even myself spiritual events were not strange to me you know as a nigerian Beninese woman my first seven years was spent in nigeria so spirituality things like in the spirit realm and stuff like that none of that was new to me this type of experience was new to me i've never experienced spirituality on this side of things does that make sense? So I told my stepmother. But she already understood. I didn't have to convince her. I had to convince everybody else, but I didn't have to convince her. And it was me, my stepmother, and my stepsister. So I went over the story a million times. <laughs> and of course, I'm like... <laughs> I'm overwhelmed with emotion. I'm trying to figure out answers and what the fuck just happened, what's going on, etc. So I relate the story a million times. And my stepsister was sitting there and I asked her again and again and again to repeat the narrative to my stepmother. 
And I said, okay, we were there. Yes, I was drumming. Yes. You jumped in to save me. Yes. Now both of us are drumming. Yes. Our friend jumped in to save you. Yes. You all went onto the shore. Yes. And then what happened to you? I don't know. <laughs> How did I end up on shore? I don't know. Why did you all sit on shore talking and having a great old calm, cool, collected time while I was drowning in the water? I don't know. She did not know. She could not remember her entire memory was wiped out, right? So I'm going to touch briefly on what actually happened to me while I was in the spirit realm, right? Um, so I remember that being that was carrying me, right? Presented me to like what you will call heaven. You understand? So I was like in heaven. And I remember, like, the biblical descriptions, because, like I said, I grew up Christian. I grew up, like, heavily in the Bible and in the Word. We had, like, Bible study. Like, we had our own personal Christian home. It wasn't just, we're Christians, we go to church on Sunday. Oh, no, no, no. (laughs) Like, we had Bible study twice a day, every day, 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. So, like, I knew that Bible very well. I knew the stories of... You know, the saints and the prophets and the priests and all the miracles. Like, I was very much familiar. And uh, so the description of what heaven is like, you know, all throughout the New Testament, that was what my mind perceived it. That was the scene, right? So everything was white. The entire, like, this heaven, it was like the gates. You understand? Like... (laughs) The gates of, like, heaven, this kingdom, this palace, it was massive, like, a million and a million, a million, a million, a millions and millions and a million rooms. <laughs> you understand? And it was all white and gold. Like, the street, the, 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 it's like the floors and the different, like, doors were paved with, like, gold. And those are the two colors. It was just white and gold. And everything was just glistening and glowing. It's a little windy outside, so if y'all hear a whole, like, you know, like some little wind and stuff, don't worry about it. And I remember being presented to this being, you know, what you would say is God. But remember, anybody's familiar with, you know, the, the story, like, in the Bible, like, of Moses, nobody could see God's face. That was, like, the thing. Nobody could see God's face or with the story of Jacob. It was forbidden for anybody to see God's face. And this was in the biblical days where they were actually, like, had more of a, where the 3D was more connected to, like, you know, the spirit realm where angels and things were literally physically visiting them. We still have all those things today. But back then, they were more, like, the worlds were more aligned so that it wasn't so much as if, like, the 5D is so far away or the 6D or, you know, whatever other <laughs> dimensions. It wasn't so, like, far. They didn't have to go into, like, dream state and, and activate, you know, their different, like, chakras and things like that. Like, the worlds were more so connected back then where you were able to, like, see, like, these beings walking amongst you. And I remember being present, presented to, quote-unquote, God. You know, the ancients of days, the most high, the almighty. Baba Obatala, Baba Olodumare. 
you know, and I remember him being dressed in all white and he had a white beard and he had a white uh, mustache and white hair. <laughs> and I remember having like conversations, right, with this V, um, with his deity and just the love. I cannot describe it. It's just this all like it's hard for me to describe, but it was a purity. You know, maybe love is not even a break where there was just like a purity. There was no sin. There was no evil. There was no wickedness. There were no perversions. There was no envy. There was no, it was like a perfect world of just like love and righteousness and purity. You understand? And I remember this being asked me, what is your name? Like, you know, Baba asked me, Baba Obatala, Baba Olodumare, that means, you know, God in Yoruba, you know, Olodun, <laughs> asked me, like, what is your name? There were other conversations that we had, but those conversations, I never really remembered fully. I remember writing and scripting these things down, but there are conversations, there are different messages that were transported to me in that realm that is only for spirit to understand. It's only for spirit to know. You know, so when I came into the 3D, what I re- what I walked away with and what I remember were only the things that were meant for me to remember. Everything else was hidden and is hidden in my spirit uh, recollection. So only my spirit and my soul knows and my mind, you understand, um, can't access those things. But I've been able to benefit from, you know, the different messages and things like that, that, you know, I was told. But I'm going to uh, wrap this up. <laughs> it's uh, really windy and it's almost close to three o'clock and people start to want to come outside and smoke. So I, I remember like being asked, like, what is your name? And I remember like reading like, you know, stories in the Bible. And I remember there was like in the book of Revelations, um, they were given new names. Like, these are to all my, like, Bible thumpers and people that, like, know the Bible. Like, in the book of Revelations, it talks about, like, the judgment thing in the last days and how, um, you know, the people are being, like, you know, judged and the world comes to an end. <laughs> like, you know, and all those things. The book of Revelations, anybody who's familiar with it, right? And so the people that, like, come out of this, like, judgment, out of this, like, you know, old world and transport it into this new world, they were all given new names. You know, they were, like, given new names. And I remember this, like, Baba asked me, like, what is your name? And I didn't, like, know. Like, my physical was, like, wanted to say my name, like, my, you know, name that was given to me at birth. And I remember I opened up my mouth to say what my name was. And the noise of a dolphin, you know, like the sound effects that dolphins make. I don't want to make it. <laughs> but if anybody is just curious, just, you know, go to like YouTube and just say like dolphins noise, dolphin sound effects or whatever. But it's like this noise, this like screech, this, you know, language that they have amongst themselves, how they speak, like how cats meow and how dogs bark the way that a dolphin connects is like through sound, like the way animals connect, you know, it's through sound. They don't actually speak. So the sound and the connections 
um, that dolphins make is the noise that came from me, right? And it came from my soul. Um, and so I believe that I was just given a new name. And I remember when I spoke that sound, it was like a piercing, pure, like raw, righteous sound that came from my soul, right? It was my soul speaking to this being. Now, we're speaking in, you know, languages that have either been imposed on us or that were created by humans, right? But, you know, in the spirit realm, you speak through spirit, which is why people talk about speaking in tongues and with the groanings and moanings and different sound effects that we make. We don't speak in the spirit realm languages, these languages in that way. We speak other languages, higher like noises and, and 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 you understand what I'm trying to say? We don't speak in, in in English. So that noise, that sound, you know, that I made. And now that I think about it, this is my first time really thinking about it, right? As I'm going over this story because I haven't recanted it in so long. The irony or the connection to the dolphins that are in water, right? Me drowning in water. So that was the element, right? And the noise or the language that I was speaking was that of a water creature. So I'm actually going to sit down and ask the ancestors to allow me to like meditate on that, you know, experience and see now, because I am spiritually evolved, you know, I've been doing, uh, putting in the spiritual work and, you know, my spirit, soul, mind is at such a different place than when I was 12 and 13 years old and didn't and couldn't perceive or understand, you know, much of what was going on. I'm going to see what messages I can get and relate. And I might do a part two of, of it, but I don't know. I feel like those messages are probably just meant for me. <laughs> um, and I remember after telling, you know, the most high my name, right? I remember him confirming my name to me. Like, yes, this is your name. And I did not want to come back here. I did not want to come back to this 3D. Like, I didn't want to suffer. I didn't want to go through pain. I, I wanted to stay in that realm. I wanted to be with the Most High. I wanted to be with the angels. I wanted to be in love. I wanted to be righteous. I wanted to be pure. Like, I wanted, like, the gold and the opulence and everything that was in this realm. And I remember Baba, you know, Olodumare telling me, like, you have to go back. You know, like, you have to go back. And I was like, I don't want to go back. And this was all going on, into, like, telepathically between me and, you know, Baba. And I remember Baba was saying to me, like, no, you have to go back. You have something to do. You have a destiny. You understand? This is the whole reason why you were intercepted from the hands and the grips of death. And you have to go back. And ever since that time, when I came back, and other things, you know, messages, and like I said, you know, I'm not going to go too, too, like, deep. But to be honest with you, that's really all I remember. It's been so long that this happened, and most of what really happened, for real, for real, was going on in spirit. And like I said, those things have been shut and locked within my, you know, spirit within my soul, and my spirit knows them. And so my 3D mind is only able to tell you just a small portion of what they'll allow me to remember. And I remember coming back into this 3D, and that's when the story begins from the beginning. <laughs> Remember, I was drowning. My stepsister <laughs> jumped in to save me. There's a, a, I think it's a fire, like ER people, 
this that goes on all day every day too. <laughs> this is LA. So that's my cue to wrap this up. You get me. So thank you, ancestors, for that morning. Um, yes. Our friend jumped in to save her. They all went on shore to have a little picnic and a snack and talking and, and, and hee-hawing and laughing. And that's when my spiritual awakening, that was it. And from that day forward, I was different. You know, of course, my journey just began. <laughs> um, you know, I went deeply and heavily into Christianity. And that's when I started having like the dreams and all the signs of spiritual awakening, even though I was resonating my spirituality with Christianity and I was identifying my spirituality with Christianity, you know, but that's another topic for another day. So I'm going to close it out right there because it's been a little over 35 minutes and I want to thank everybody at the sound of my voice, you know, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you check out my other podcast. This is podcast number three. It is 2.58 a.m. in L.A., (laughs) Los Angeles, California. And I'm sending love. I'm sending that love that I keep speaking of, right? That highest frequency, the love that I experienced, you know, in the spirit realm, the love that was shown to me, the purity of it all. I am translating that. (laughs) I don't think translated is the right word but anyways I'm sending that to the viewers not really viewers right (laughs) see it's time for me to go because when I start getting very cold I'm grounding my feet my feet are literally grounded in the soil and it's cold outside and my feet are cold so this is how spirit alerts me that it's time to go Either it's about to get really loud, just like you hear those fire and all that going on, or somebody's about to come outside and smoke, is when I start twisting my words and like I can't speak and I'm stumbling over my words. So let me wrap this up. I'm sending that love. I'm sending that pure energy. I'm sending those good frequencies, those highest frequencies to all of my people that are tuned in. Tribe Oya, thank you so much for welcoming me into your life into your world into your space may but it's be well with all of us and may the ancestors heal unify <laughs> heal and unify us the chosen ones in our land all praises to the ancestors ashe all praises to the ancestors ashe all praises to the ancestors ashe ashe ashe